the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. I know a place where we can go to lay the troubles down in your soul. This is Crosswalk, Colorado Springs. Now, your host, Eric Cartier, Senior Pastor of Rocky Mountain Calvary Church. Like a tide, it is Welcome to Crosswalk. This is Pastor Eric Cartier. I hope you're doing well on this Wednesday afternoon. Thanks so much uh, for joining me. You can give us a call here at 844-500-WORD, 844-500-9673. Also, you can send me a text, 719-315-1726. I've been really looking forward to uh, today's show. I have one of my best friends, uh, in studio with me. We've been able to do ministry together for 22 years, uh, Sean Rafferty and his assistant, Ryan Brakefield. Sean and Ryan, thanks so much for joining me. Hey, it's a pleasure. I'm glad to be here. Yeah, thanks for having us, Eric. So Sean and I actually started working at Rocky Mountain Calvary the same week back in 2000, February, March of uh, 2000, and we were doing youth ministry. Sean was doing high school, and I was doing uh, junior high. And it's actually through uh, Sean and Lisa that I was introduced to my wife, Amber. So I wouldn't know my wife, Amber, if it wasn't for Sean. So thanks so much for that, Sean. I appreciate <laughs> well, it. Well, that was, uh, that was a, a moment to, to remember. I, I, I know that um, at that moment, Amber was looking and hoping to, to find someone special, and, and you came along and it was love at first sight, at least. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we were met and married in eight months, so it was pretty quick. <laughs> yeah, special time. Yeah, it was. In your life. So, Sean, share with us a little bit about yourself, your background, uh, your family, and just give the listeners uh, a little bit of introduction to who you are. Well, um, I, uh, it started uh, many years ago when I was in high school. I uh, graduated high school, went on my first mission trip and uh, experienced something that I, I've never experienced before, and that is another, another perspective of the world. Um, and uh, stepping into a different culture, a new place, um, God got a hold of me, really. Um, what I knew in my head spiritually about the Bible um, moved to my heart, and at that point, my life was changed. And uh, that took me on a trajectory uh, from that point on, just kind of moving into ministry and and uh, really missions uh, was my focus at that time, and um, met my wife uh, during that time frame and uh, got married. Uh, at the same time, graduated from uh, Colorado Christian University, was a great time in my life, and then stepped into ministry and started doing missions uh, on a on a regular basis uh, every summer from then on. And that kind of took me to uh, to my pastoral role uh, in youth ministry uh, at a at a church called Crossroads Church of Denver back in the '90s. So awesome, yeah, that's cool. 
And a little bit about your family. You've got four daughters. and Yep. Got yeah. four daughters. Um, uh, married. Uh, my oldest is 24, uh, going all the way down to 17. Uh, and it's, uh, it's a joy to, to walk with them. That's awesome. Well, the reason that I asked Sean and Ryan to come in today is Sean and I have a heart for youth, being former uh, youth pastors, but we've spent probably the last at least three or four years really praying for uh, this next generation, you know, teens, junior high, high school, college age kids, and and our hearts are really burdened uh, for this generation, even here in Colorado Springs. Um, So we wanted to talk a bit about that that burden and then something that God has birthed out of that that we're uh, really excited about. But Sean, when when you look at this next generation, what do you see them going through? Um, Man, COVID has really changed things. Uh, And I think... um, as I've been studying and looking at statistics and also understanding uh, just this generation and, and having some of my own and being involved in, in young people's lives, uh, there is a, a, a large, huge pressure that's being put on them and they're walking through uh, a lot of fear and anxiety, depression, uh, suicidal thoughts. There's more of that going on right now in this generation, Generation Z, than, than ever before. Uh, in the history uh, of mankind, uh, or at least in, in a long while. And so uh, that's a huge concern. And, mm-hmm. uh, and that's where some of my heart has been moved to, to really see something done uh, for this, this next generation. Yeah, my heart's really uh, grieved as well. You know, seeing the depression, the anxiety, uh, the suicide. Unfortunately, here in Colorado Springs, we have the, one of the highest suicide rates, uh, you know, and... Yeah. It's something we, we've really wrestled with, you know, how do you make impact into uh, this, this next generation and what they're going through? And I would imagine there's some listeners that are impacted by this in some way, uh, whether you're in that demographic and you're hurting or uh, you have a son or daughter uh, that's really hurting. Uh, you know, we're both pastors. We'd love to minister to you on the air today. Uh, if you are going through it with one of your kids, one of your kids are walking through depression or, or you're walking through uh, depression. You know, depression's not just specific to a, a generation. Feel free to give us a call. It's 844-500-9673 or a text, a prayer request or question, 719-315-1726. What do you think are some of the factors, especially for kids locally in Colorado Springs that are like bringing them to this point of feeling hopeless? Man, I, I think with, with the issue of, of social media, uh, phones, always telling them uh, what they aren't, what they are, um, always speaking into their life and trying to find acceptance uh, in those things that, that the world is putting out in front of them, they, they don't know who they are. They, they're really their identity is been shaken, and I think um, they have no concept of who am I uh, for real. Um, I know what people think, but um, I, I don't know who I am. And until they know who they are and and they're secure in the identity of Christ, man, they're they're we're really uh, they're really kind of lost. And and because of what's co- COVID has done, it's caused a lot of fear and. Uh, Un- uncertainty uh, with the times that we're in right now, 
and then with riots and all the stuff that's happened the last couple of years, mm-hmm. man, we're we're really uh, we're, in, we're in a battle um, uh, for those young people's lives. Mm-hmm. And if you remember, I mean, mm-hmm. you were a teenager, right? Yeah. Uh, back in the day, and all of those feelings are so heightened. Yeah. In, in those days, when you yeah. when you were in love, you felt love, and yeah. when someone broke up with you, man, you felt man, you felt that, and when when they see the uncertainty of what's going to happen tomorrow or war or, or, or these different things of, of riots happening, man, their lives are uh, really been shaken. Yeah. I think it's uh, difficult sometimes for us to realize just how much COVID has affected them. Like if you were say a junior in high school or a senior in high school in 2020, your whole senior year or your junior year really got altered and then education at the high school and college level got put into the blender. And a lot of them are feeling like, I, I don't know if it's worthwhile. Right. Like everything is getting reevaluated. Uh, and the structure that was just, they're so used to at, at their school and their family. Now they're going, does it really make sense to go to college? You know, is it really worth, worth, worth yeah. the money? And I think there's some healthy things out of that. There can be some some healthy things, but then the, that discouragement can set in where it leads to complacency. It, it leads to, to hopelessness. We're going to head to a break in just a moment. Uh, Ryan, I'd love to hear from you after the break. Uh, you know, your perspective uh, being a, a little bit closer to this uh, generation. I've got Sean Rafferty uh, with me live in studio today and also Ryan Brakefield. We get the privilege of all working together at uh, Rocky Mountain Calvary and doing ministry Uh, We're talking about the next generation in our today's show. And if you've got questions in regards to that topic, feel free to give me a call or prayer request. The number is 844-500-9673. The text only is 719-315-1726. We're going to head to a break and we'll be right back. Crosswalk Colorado Springs on 100.7. The Word. Welcome back to Crosswalk. This is Pastor Eric Cartier. Thanks so much for listening. I hope that you're having a good Wednesday afternoon as you're driving down the road, maybe struggling with some traffic. Remember that the Lord is with you, and thanks for tuning in on 100.7 The Word. Today I have Sean Rafferty with me and also Ryan Brakefield. We all serve together at Rocky Mountain Calvary, and we're talking about the struggles and challenges and a burden for uh, this next generation. And and Ryan, Ryan's a little bit younger than us, and it's great to have him in. And uh, he he's showing that his youth that he's sporting a mustache. So you know, mustaches are cool uh, for his generation. I, I don't I don't like it, but yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm kind of there. I'm there too with the mustache. But Ryan, it's great great to have you. What would you share as you see the struggles of this generation, and and what what's on your heart? Yeah, thanks, Eric. Uh, it's really. It's really hard for me sometimes, um, you know, Sean and I often talk about the numbers and stuff like that, the, the decline of the church. I think we'll get into that in a little bit, but this generation, they're really just missing, like we're, we're missing them in the church. We're, we're missing what they want to encounter and how they want to encounter the Lord sometimes. And it's really hard when you walk in and somebody, I'm 29, but when I walk in and I don't see as many people my age or younger, um, and you just kind of question like what is going on and 
what are we what how are we missing them so much and um it's just sad really to just think about how they're finding a lot of value it seems to be in the world it's really just a battle between social media and what the world says they are and who that who the world says they are versus who Christ says they are and so yeah it, it's pretty hard yeah yeah thanks Ryan so would you guys say you are seeing a decline in this next generation as far as church attendance being committed to a local body and even more so like a v- vibrant faith yeah. and relationship yeah. with Christ? Uh, totally. I think um, what we've seen uh, in this next generation is a number of them walking away from their faith. Uh, we see the deconstruction uh, concept of Christianity uh, happening inside the mm-hmm. local church all the time. And so um, so we're, we're seeing them walk away from, from what they've known. Uh, a lot of these kids grew up in the church, and now they're saying, you know what, I don't know if I believe in this. I don't know if I, I un- really want to hold to that uh, for the rest of my life. And um, I was looking at a Barna study uh, just recently, and in Generation X, like that's our generation, there was 22% of of our generation that was attending church on a regular basis. They were involved in, in, in participating, right? But in this generation, Generation Z, they're saying that it's 11%. So we're, we're at 50% of less than where we used to be. So we see this massive decline in, uh, in, in the people, in, in the Christ, you know, young, Christian young people that are saying, gosh, this is what I want to stake my life on. And, um, and it's not good enough for them. They, they, they feel like something's not there. Uh, their faith's not sure. Yeah. Yep. So out of this, there's clearly a need as, mm-hmm. as we're talking. And I think people are listening are like, yeah, yeah, there's, there is a need. Uh, share with us, Sean, what God has birthed out of this uh, with this gap year mm-hmm. program and, and E4 that we're starting in August. Yeah. yeah I, I, so God was stirring my heart about a year and a half, two years ago. And uh, just to participate uh, in in doing something to reach this generation, if we see this decline happening, and we see their hearts st- starting to walk away from from faith, from from truth, we've got to start bringing that back. Mm-hmm. And um, uh, you know, God has used me over the years to uh, to I've been I've traveled to over forty different countries. I, I've done a lot of mission stuff. I've pastored. I've church planted, and in all that experience, God's like, I want to use all of that to bring truth to the hearts of these young people. And so I started to to believe for a ministry uh, that we could uh, capture their hearts again. Mm. And um, so we start. We're starting a ministry called E for Life. Uh, if you're listening, you can go to eforlife.org e4life.org, and you can find uh, find all the information about this program uh, that we're doing. It's a 10-month gap year initiative. It really is a 10-month break from ordinary life. Is that what you... <laughs> yeah. Wouldn't that be nice, Eric, yeah, to yeah. take a break from ordinary life? But um, for, for these young people, some of them don't know where they're going. They don't know... Uh, they don't have identity. They don't understand what their next step is in life. And we want to help them by uh, allowing them to put a stake in the ground for the rest of their life, knowing that, that their foundation is in Christ and, and the things of Christ. 
and that that from that point on they can they can walk uh, sh- surely uh, where they're where God's going to take them. Yeah, that's awesome. You know, it's a big deal to take ten months of your life uh, to either you know stop work or stop college to uh, seek the Lord. And what I'm really excited about uh, the E4 life is the different kind of experiences that they're going to have. Yeah. You know, where they're going to be here in Colorado Springs for four months, but also live in Peru, do do some things in the mountains. Yeah. I had the privilege of being part of something similar that was called school ministry, a little more pastoral targeted, but but some of the elements are similar mm-hmm. where you're living together in biblical community, you're getting taught God's word, but you're also getting an outlet of being able uh, to serve. So, so tell us about this this international component of, of E4 yeah. Life. The, so... Uh, the first semester uh, again is in Colorado Springs. Yeah, it's it's a uh, it's sixteen weeks here in Colorado Springs. A live in. Um, uh, they're doing life together, life on life discipleship. This is really this first semester is really uh, us kind of redefining them, uh, breaking down kind of their identity as they know themselves, and just redefining that by building them up in the identity of Christ. At this, at the end of that semester, we then uh, they go, they go home for a, a small break, and then they we're going to launch them into Peru, where they're going to start to live out some of those things, and activate what they've learned into uh, just living in another context where it's going to push them again. Like this is going to break them down, and we're really trying to to give them uh, experiences that are going to really uh break down the the what they know of themselves and and then teach them culture teach them a worldview christian worldview and help them walk this out yeah that's that's great so if you're interested in e4 life we'd love to talk with you you can reach out to us at rocky mountain calvary or go to e4life.org uh, and and see more uh, you may be interested personally or also uh you may have a son or daughter uh, that's interested uh, in that, but I know this isn't huge impact in the sense of thousands getting impacted. You know, when you think about the need yeah. in this generation, but it's it's deep impact. You know, we're we've got sixteen applicants uh, so far, and and praying that God would bring us some more. But it's really that deep impact uh, of seeing hearts and lives moved to being disciples of uh, Jesus Christ. And I know God's used you in my life in that way, Sean, of uh, you getting into my life and speaking into my life and, and challenging uh, my life. And and there's some learning that you get from a podcast or a book or are in the sanctuary, but right, then there's right. a kind of learning that happens through a mentor where someone's able to speak into your life. Yeah, where someone's yeah. able to exhort and, yes. and challenge and push someone uh, out of where where they think they are and, and to believe for something greater. Um, our heart really is to empower young people to know and to live out their kingdom calling uh, for as Christ followers and um, and that they would be empowered to then pass that on to this the, the people in their life. And uh, that's our hope, at least. Yeah, that's great. So check it out, E4 Life. We're going to be heading to a break here in uh, just a moment. I have Sean Rafferty with me and also Ryan Brakefield. We're all from Rocky Mountain Calvary. Get the privilege of being able to serve together. We're talking about the next generation. And if you have prayer requests or questions in regard to this, give us a call, 
500-9673 or send us a text 719-315-1726. Stay with us. We'll be right back. The Word on the Word mobile app. Alexa, tune in, iHeart and odyssey.com. Welcome back to Crosswalk. This is Eric Cartier with Sean Rafferty and also Ryan Brakefield. We serve together at Rocky Mountain Calvary talking about E4 Life, a new ministry that God is birthing at Rocky Mountain Calvary. It's a gap year program for students 18 to 25. Lord willing, we'll be starting in August. We're kicking off in August. (laughs) We're excited. We're excited. It's it's coming quick. Uh, so, Sean, yeah. uh, let's kick this over to Ryan. Ryan, uh, what kind of person are you looking for for E4 Life? If someone's listening and they're thinking about applying, what kind of person are you looking for? Yeah, so like Eric just said, we're looking for 18 to 25-year-olds, but mainly we really want people who are willing to just die to self and to do the hard things. Really, somebody who is a believer in Christ and has surrendered their life to him um, and wants to go after whatever he has in store for them. You don't have to necessarily know what's next in your life. Maybe you don't know what's next. Maybe you do. But maybe you're just a little bit overwhelmed, whether you're graduating high school or finishing your first semester of college or finishing your undergrad and you just don't know what's next. Uh, E4 is for the people who want to just pursue what Christ has for them and who he's calling them to be, but just don't really understand yet. Or maybe you do have an understanding of where he's calling you, but you don't have the, that biblical foundation. And so we really want to build you up in that biblical foundation through classes. Uh, and if you love adventure, this is definitely the gap year for you. Yeah. So Ryan, what makes you want to invest your life uh, in into young people? You're making a lot of <laughs> sacrifices to do this. Yeah. <laughs> you could be doing a lot of other things. Like, What motivates you? Yeah. Uh, I did a gap year myself. And so when I found the Lord a few years back, I left my job completely um, to pursue missions, and then I ended up taking a gap year um, because I realized being young and single gave me an opportunity to do some pretty radical things for the kingdom. Um, and then, man, it was just, I just realized that what was poured into me in that gap year and the opportunities that I had, really everybody should take that opportunity. Because when we were out on the field, we saw that um, you know, other countries, there was, uh, there was a bunch of young people from Germany, for instance, who were on a gap year, and they told us it's just normal for German young adults to take a gap year and really experience the world. And for myself, when I was in India on one of my mission trips, not just for a different mission, I saw the world and I realized through a cultural lens um, how much we're missing out by just staying in America. And I really believe that if young adults who are believers in Christ get out there and see what's really going on from a Christian worldview in other areas of the world, when they come back, they're going to just be set alive, set on fire for Christ and and really just see the urgency in the world to share the gospel with every person they come across, hopefully, uh, and really just make a difference for the kingdom here at home or abroad, no matter what they're called to do, whether it's to be a mom, a dad, uh, a teacher, a nurse, they're going to realize that they have value and purpose if they experience God through the Word and through missions and, and through culture. I really agree. I think that one of the best things that you can do if God opens the door, and this applies to all the, the listeners, is go on a missions trip internationally. Yeah, absolutely. You know, and especially if you can get into one that is very cross-cultural from what uh, we uh, experience. You know, Some might be like, 
man, I, I can't do E4. I'm too old. I don't have the money. But man, go, go, go. on a missions trip, you know, invest yeah. that two weeks of your life and, and see uh, God work. And you guys know, like, I don't come from a missions background yeah. and don't tend to think that way. <laughs> but uh, man, it sure changed, changed my life. I, I just recently, last week, went to, to Mexico to serve at an orphanage with my family and, and teach there. And it really reset my perspective. Like yeah. I, mm. I really needed it. Mm-hmm. Um, and so if you can have that opportunity with your church or a missions organization, like by all means go, it's worth the sacrifice. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You learn things, uh, so, so much when you, when you step outside of your own culture mm-hmm. and you put yourself in a different, uh, in a different context, um, it just really causes, uh, God to speak and, and for you to, to receive in, in a greater way. Uh, I'd encourage it all the time. So, One of the things that we were wrestling with over the break is for parents that are listening, and as we bring up this topic of the next generation, they're like, wow, this is really close to home. You know, I have a, a teen, a college student mm-hmm. that's really struggling with yeah. depression, anxiety, they're having difficulty getting out of bed. They're 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 closing down. I'm, you know, I'm worried about uh, suicide attempts. Um, I mean, what would you speak in to provide some encouragement for those parents? Yeah, I, Matt, um, it's a hard question. Yeah, um, but I'll do try to do my best to to try to ex- uh, answer that. Um, I think parents out there. Obviously, I'm a parent of teens. Uh, um, most of them are out of their teens now, but, uh, I've, I've experienced some of those hardships and, and my, my, uh, youngest is, uh, has walked through some of that. And so I think it's hard, uh, to know what to say as a parent or what to do. And mm-hmm. what I've, what I've learned is to, you know, um, to, to be a good listener, uh, not to try to have all the answers, um, to step outside of yourself and try to find some people that would would love to love on your your son or daughter, uh, so that they could get fresh, fresh perspective uh, from someone else. Uh, a lot of times, as parents, we want to fix things. Yeah. We're trying to give them the answers, or all you got to do is this, and and that's really a lot of times doesn't help. And so, uh, clinging to Jesus, man, mm-hmm. really. Um, uh, crying out to Jesus and praying often as a, a husband and a wife uh, for your children uh, is is crucial. Mm-hmm. And watching God move in your midst in in the life of your son or daughter is huge, mm-hmm. um, and that that's a big piece of it too. Yeah, I like that, and that that's that is hard and challenging to do both of those things is to listen you know, listen well. I think most of us, especially as parents, we feel like, well, I am a good listener. <laughs> you <Yeah. laughs> know, like, what do you mean? And our, our kids would be like, I, I, I always feel lectured too, right. you know, and, and to really take the time because we're showing care, we're showing, right. showing love. You know, Jesus entered into our world and died there, you know, and so entering into to their, their, their world and dying there. And that phone call for help, whether it's, to your church, to your yeah. pastors, to close friend, a close friend, a counselor, yeah. trusted people that can pray with you. It seems like the enemy really wants us to keep it private, you know, and, and God's saying trusted people, 
people that you know their character, but whether it's your pastors, friends, counselors, like yeah. calling out for help and, and not ignoring those warning signs is, is really yeah, important. I think, I think those signs are, are really important to be looking for, like disconnection. Um, uh, you see them, your, their attitudes are, are way off um, where they used to be. And this could happen over just a couple weeks or a month. Yeah. Uh, and, and all of a sudden they're off on a different trail. Um, I would just be aware of those things and be uh, wise and 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 being asking God for wisdom in the midst of of those things. Um, that's important. Yeah, it, it really is. I think of uh, Psalms twenty seven, or it says, "I would have lost heart mm-hmm. unless I believed that I would see the goodness of God in the land of the living." Mm-hmm. And for parents and teens to really hold on to. We're going to see the goodness of God in the in the land of the living. We we have eternal hope and eternal home, but we also have this promise of God that we're going to see His goodness in in this uh, life. And such a spiritual battle uh, over teens, uh, and to really labor in prayer and that God would would be gracious and, and break through. That's that's really what we're hoping to do with E four is is yeah. is asking that God would do the impossible to move in the hearts of of young people. Yeah. And I I think uh, also, Eric, um, the enemy really wants, uh, this, this next generation to, to die. Mm -hmm. Like Mm -hmm. he's, he's taken their life quickly and we've got to be, um, we've got to be fighting uh, for them and their lives at this point. You're listening to Crosswalk on 100.7. The word we will be right back. Stay with us. The word. I worship you. Welcome back to Crosswalk. This is Pastor Eric Cartier. Sean Rafferty is with me and Ryan Brakefield talking about E4 Life. We serve together at Rocky Mountain Calvary and are stepping into uh, this gap year program starting in August for 18 to 25 year olds. If you're interested, you can go to e4life.org and really looking at the broader topic of. Uh, what God's doing in this uh, generation. And we've, we've talked about some of the heavy stuff, yeah. uh, but let's talk about a bit of uh, God's calling on uh, young people and, and how God wants to use their lives. Yeah. Well, E4 um, is based off of Ephesians chapter 4. Um, let me read that first verse for you. It says, I therefore, a prisoner of the Lord, urge you to walk worthy, uh, to walk in a manner worthy of the calling to which you have been called. And... Mm-hmm. That's our heart, is that these young people would uh, understand their kingdom calling, the calling that God has placed on their life, that they would own it, and then they would walk out in that, not only just this year in this program, in this discipleship program, but, but for life. Like, that this would set a stake in, their, in the ground for them for the rest of their life, and they would know exactly where they're going and how they're going to live their life, whether they're, in a, uh, they're a missionary, a pastor, uh, a uh, engineer, a doctor, doesn't matter what they do in life. Um, they know who they are and they, they know what their purpose is here on this earth. Yeah, that, that's awesome. You know, as we have been doing this show uh, this afternoon, where my heart has been going is uh, for young people that are listening today, 
that are saying, man, I'm distant from the Lord or mm. I'm, I'm not plugged into a church. I don't see the, the reason why that God's right there. Mm-hmm. You know, he, yeah. he, he is right there. If they want to turn to him, to either trust him for salvation for the first time or to come back to him and that he really does have a beautiful plan for uh, their life. And so uh, if that's you and, and you're like, man, does God love me? Does he have a plan or purpose for my life? It's absolutely, yes, he does. And we think it's this, this he's so far away, but he's right there. And it's, it's a turn to him to say, Lord, I believe in you. I want to be in relationship with you. I want to surrender my, my life to you. And like you're saying, Sean, people in the Bible used by the Lord that were young is David and, and Jeremiah and Joseph and, and Daniel. And yeah. we've got this rich heritage yeah. and God wants to use you right now in your generation. I, I think, I think young people need to remember that. Like, yeah. like, I mean, we're looking at ourselves and we're thinking, <laughs> you know, you know, the passion that we had when we were young, I mean, yeah. is waned over the years, you yeah. know? And, um, and, and God is calling you if you're young if you're 18 to 25, or you're just you're you're a young person out there, maybe in your teens, Lord, uh, I just want to encourage you. Like God has a purpose for your life. Yeah, He wants to use you. In the the thing that the enemy is trying to do is he's trying to tell you that you don't, mm-hmm. that you don't, that you don't matter, that you don't exist, you don't have a purpose, and um, and so uh, I want you to fight against those things through the power of prayer, mm-hmm. through the power of of, of, of stepping into a faith walk with Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. I want to take a, a few moments to pray specifically over our city, mm-hmm. uh, especially for this next generation, junior high, high school, 18 to, to 25. Uh, there does seem to be uh, a stronghold in our community of discouragement and hopelessness um, that God would really move, that God would pour out his spirit, that there would actually be a a revival that would Mm -hmm. take place amongst young people. Because this is a lot bigger than what we can tackle as parents or or pastors or a community. We really need uh, God's intervention. So would would you lead us out in prayer, Sean? Yes. Uh, Lord Jesus, we thank you for uh, this generation that you have called, have have placed uh, your hand upon, uh, you see them, Lord. You see uh, their purpose in this life. And uh, Lord, we know that the enemy is at work. He is wanting to destroy, to steal, kill, and destroy their lives. Um, and he's doing a good job of it uh, through all the things that we've talked about and seen to, uh, even in this past few years. But Lord, we know you're bigger. Mm. Lord, you are sovereign. You you have all things in, in, in your hands. And, and you know exactly what is, is happening and Lord, I pray that you would um, be quick uh, to to be gracious upon them, that you would allow their life uh, to for them to know that they are wanted by you, mm-hmm. that that there's a there's a heavenly Father that wants personal, uh, intimate relationship with them. And Lord, I pray, Lord, that those that are feeling depressed, anxious, uh, worryful, uh, if Filled with worry, Lord, I pray that you would uh, you would uh, bring a, a, a peace that passes all understanding to their lives, Lord. And uh, we know that you're the the peace giver, and so, Lord, we just ask in the name of Jesus that you would uh, bring mm-hmm. about peace in their life, yeah. 
And Lord, I pray that you would establish calling right now in their lives, uh, a, a, an understanding of identity in you as, as they walk out, uh, this, this life that, that seems so fragile and so, uh, so broken right now uh, all around us. Um, but at the same time, you bring security. And so Lord, I pray in the name of Jesus that you would do that, uh, in Jesus name. Mm -hmm. Amen. Amen. Yeah. You're listening to Sean Rafferty and also Ryan Brakefield. This is Pastor Eric from Rocky Mountain Calvary. We all get the privilege of uh, serving uh, together. We're talking about E4 Life. You can go to our website, e4life.org. And even more than that, just really uh, giving a shout out to to pray and invest in this next uh, generation. It's not hopeless. Uh, God God is moving. He's bringing young people to himself. What I am seeing is young people that are following for Christ are on fire. Yeah. You know, they're they're passionate for for Christ, and they're saying, "There's no room for me to be Luke lukewarm." Mm. And I really believe that God's going to be raising up some some Daniels, some Ruths, some mm. Esthers, some Josephs. It's a crazy time. It is, and especially on this next generation. I mean, they're doing their budgets, going, "How in the world am I going to?" be established as an adult yeah. inflation and the costs of gas. And it can be so discouraging, but yet in Christ, mm-hmm. he they're overcomers and God's going to use their lives. Absolutely. Yeah. Man, it's a, it's been a pleasure to be with you, Eric. Yeah. Uh, thanks for having us on today, man. This is uh, awesome to be able to talk about young people and, uh, and E4 life. Yeah. Thanks, Eric. Yeah. Thanks for, for coming on. It was great to, to have you guys. I have the privilege of hosting Crosswalk on Tuesdays and uh, Wednesdays, so I'll be back with you next Tuesday from 5 to 6. Thanks so much for listening. Feel free to get the word out. It's a a local show geared on Colorado Springs and uh, Southern Colorado. A lot of the things that we've talked about today have been in regards to young people, but it's the truth no matter what age we are, and I'd encourage you to, man, be in fellowship with the Lord in prayer and in His Word but also to be connected to a local church. We've got a lot of wonderful churches throughout our city and to really plant in one, to serve, to see your your gifts be used, and then also to reach out with uh, the love of Jesus Christ. There's a lot of hurting people and especially have your eye out for young people. You know, it, it could be a young person in your home or a young person in your workplace that you see around the community is give them those words of encouragement. There's, there's very little words of affirmation. And if you see a young person, uh, just, just encourage them. Uh, let's be praying for our teachers. They're on the front lines uh, with, with young people. And I know there's a lot of awesome uh, Christians that are serving in our, in our schools. And so if you're a teacher, keep it up. It makes a, a huge difference. If you're a coach, Man, I had some coaches that really impacted and and touched my life. And I want to leave us today again with Psalms 27, that I would have lost heart unless I believed I would see the goodness of God in the land of the living. So thanks for listening. Have a great night. And we'll see you back on Tuesday. Never 
three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.